When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's your girl, Claudia. Join it's Thursday. We are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. We're spilling the tea and breaking down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. What's up, Al? And what's hey, up? hey, hey. What's what up? happened to you today? What you mean? I thought you were supposed to be here today. Hold on. Don't, don't step on cues. You know, he don't get mad. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what's up, Al? What's up, Claudia? And what's up, Q? A welcome Q. There we go. We want him. Hey, everybody. There we go. Okay, now we can talk. Okay. Um, yeah, I was supposed to come to New Orleans. Um, I had been contacted by the White House to interview the new head of the EPA, who was a black man, and all the drama that's happening with all the flights, people's flights, insecurity. So there was logistically, it's not going to happen this time. So I'll have to get with them on something else. But I was thinking about, I'm like, should I still come out for a day? I'm going to try. So I'll let y'all know. So you there right now? Okay. You're I'm there. here, yeah. Okay, yes. and, and, and and Q, you get there tomorrow, right? Or tonight? I get there in the morning. I, I leave it. I leave uh, Miami at nine o'clock, and I land at about eleven. Okay, I'm just really tired too. Like if I'm on my work, I'm kind of like. But it would be cool to hang out with y'all at Essence, and I could corrupt y'all into my gambling world, maybe. Mm-hmm, not me, girl. I work too hard. I work too hard for the little bit that I got, honey. Y'all got me working five days a week too. You think I'm going to stick my money in the machine? Checks you getting now? You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he went down. Didn't on his Instagram he went down to Saks or somewhere, spent twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, on cologne. That's yeah, I'm just on uh, uh, some smell good. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a always smell. You know how everybody had a thing. I, 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 everybody, and we'll talk about this one day. We should do a show. Everybody has their thing. My thing is a shoe and cologne. I will spare no expense on smell good. Okay, is that a see through shirt? Oh, it ain't it's just these big old bitties coming through. Let me oh. see. Let me see. Y'all see me get fine. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all is not. Let me let me tell you something. If God mess around and let me get fine, y'all ain't gonna be able to take me. He knew what he did when he made me skinny as a popsicle stick. Oh, baby. But if I mess around and get fine, y'all gonna hate me. Okay. Yeah, you will be very arrogant. Yeah, it will. You arrogant already <laughs> with them little legs. <laughs> Uh, y'all sipping on something or are you still unlocking? I'm unlocking. And if not, I'll miss a flight. Y'all know I'm good for missing the flight. I got a bookie on Saturday and I already don't spend them people money. So <laughs> I, I got to get there. Come on, yeah. Q, don't miss your flight now. I'm not. That's why I'm not drinking. I'm in a yeah. hotel and I didn't have time to go down. So, no, nope, I'm not drinking. Okay. We're all sober. It's a sober show tonight. All right. We'll see how that works out. Let's get into these hot topics. Earlier today, the U.S. Supreme Court rejected affirmative action for both uh, private and public colleges that utilize race as a factor in admission decisions. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court believes it's a violation of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. Now, shortly after the decision, Chief uh, Justice John Roberts wrote, a benefit to a student who overcame racial discrimination, for example, must be tied to that student's courage and determination. In other words, they want you to write a whole essay and explain why your life has been tough by racism instead of just saying, hey, just the assumption. Is this shocking, Al? You know what? We can't say that we did not know that it was coming because we watched Trump stack the Supreme Court with right wing conservatives. And this is what you get. And they're going. This has been written about for the last five years of how they are going to reverse things that um, Barack and, and, and in this case, reverse the Supreme Court for 45 years. They've always believed in affirmative action. So it's just sad to watch this. It's also sad, Claudia, because, you know, 45 
of the 50 flagship state universities all have black student disparities where it's like two to eight percent of their student populations is are african-american this is only going to allow them to continue to do race you know pra practice racial um policies in order to keep us out of these higher education institutions this simply is not good and I did see somewhere that it's not going to apply to the military, of course, because they still need our black asses in the military on those front lines. Uh, Q, what do you think about this? You know what? It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. But I tell y'all all the time that in order for me to remain sane, I have to put mechanisms in place to safeguard my peace. And I know I'm oversimplifying things when I say this. Let them have it. Send your children to HBCUs. And I know some of y'all are saying, well, you know, the HBCUs ain't got the funding or some of the HBCUs ain't, don't have housing with time, with increased enrollment, trust and believe they'll get it. We send a lot of our greatest and our brightest to these PWIs anyway. It's time we begin to stack our own institutions with our own talent. Let their ass have it. I know some of y'all going to say, well, you know what? What if the HBCU don't offer the program that a person needs and some of these other schools are prestigious? I get all of that. But I think with time, our HBCUs will get there. Let their ass, let them have it. I, I can't agree with that, Q, because if we let them have this, do you know there would be an immediately a 23% decrease and the acceptance and admission of people of color. That is how we get to the Harvards. That's how we get to the Yales. That's how we get to the Stanfords. That's how we get to the Princeton so that when we matriculate out of there, we are able to be recruited to go to some of the top law firms, some of the top uh, medical institutions because they don't recruit at HBCUs. They don't recruit at the Howards. They don't recruit at the Hampton universities. They don't recruit at the Florida Memorial universities. So we got to protect this. This is this is pretty significant and we've got to do better. And I can't wait to see how the Biden administration is going to address this in the next election. The problem is it's not just schools, right? This is just the beginning. It starts here right. and then what's next. And that's the problem. The fact that this was able to happen. And now what's next? Um, America has its nerve once again. We if we were ready to go there where this was an issue still, then that'd be one thing. But they want to prematurely act like we don't need this anymore. We've had a black president, y'all. Y'all look good. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's, there's no biases against y'all. You know. I need us to care more about local elections. We have allowed this to happen. Three support Supreme Court justices were, were brought in under Trump that did his bidding. And this is terrible. In the chat, RP said, this is what happens when we get comfortable and don't vote. Uh, Keto G That's says, not, not shocking colleagues and universities should still look at race. And Tanya from Vegas said, no Q, we have to fight. They get to have everything. I'm with you, Al. Yeah, this is a sad day um, to just watch our rights erode and the progress we've made in this country to go backwards. This is what they say when they say make America great. This is this is the, the you know, the buzzwords and the phrases. This is the dog whistles for the white supremacists. Yeah. Yeah. They, and in, in conservative ass California, I mean, I'm sorry, in liberal California, this happened already. And that's a liberal state. And they saw the acceptance rate of blacks and browns in colleges go down, plummet right. a significant amount. So that's California that's, that's liberal. You know, a part of this story was the University of North Carolina, which is where I went to my where I went to graduate school. And I was a Patricia Robert Harris fellow there because there were no African-Americans graduating from the graduate schools like the medical school, the law school, the, the school of psychology, the MBA school. Think about it. If I was not black and didn't take advantage of affirmative action, I wouldn't have had all those damn jobs I've had. <laughs> the most ridiculous part of this is that rhymes with spoon Clarence Thomas, who 1000% benefited from this, who cannot say he did not. And he's at the forefront of this. Like he's loving it. He loves getting pat on the head by Massa. Mm. All right, y'all that his mother, Jada Pinkett Smith, introduced psychedelics to their family. Jaden shared that his mother used psychedelics for a very long time, and then each family member started taking them in their own ways. Jaden said that using psychedelics helped open up his mind and have more empathy for his family, which improved their relationship. Um, uh, are these folks, the Smiths oversharing once again, do we need to know this? And what do you think about is this bad parenting cue? 
they definitely overshared and asked making drugs when she was now, and now it all made sense because we couldn't understand it before. I do think they're oversharing, right? We, listen, when you are a family as rich as the Smiths and as popular as the Smiths, you know the things that are and are not going to catch fire in the media. Considering what your mama and daddy just came off of with the slap and stuff, and considering how simple-minded a lot of people are, especially around the topic of psychedelics and drugs, um, this was just not something I would have stacked on top of my mama's plate when the world is already looking at her crazy. I just wouldn't have done it. Y'all are very progressive. Um, I get that there are a lot of positive benefits to psychedelics, but the overall world is going to look at it like your mama had y'all on drugs. And that's what people are saying. If they weren't rich, they would be coming for their heads so bad. Mm -hmm. This would be mm -hmm. a huge thing. Al, what do you think about this? And you know, the family was doing so good. We had not heard anything come out of that camp for a while, but this only unlocks, uh, you know, it unlocks the you know what um i think he kind of got stuck between a rock and a hard spot because he was invited to this conference because he's a known user of psychedelics he was invited to this conference they flew him out to denver and he was on a panel and he was sharing the people in the room took that information and released it to the public and now you know we're back to thinking the smiths are weird or something i i, I don't know i think he just needs to be a little bit more sensitive especially during the media cycle that they're in on what he's able to share and not share even at uh, semi-medical conferences like this one. The more they talk, the more I don't like them. And I used to really like them a lot. Yeah. I, I And it's just like, yeah, you was at a conference, but read the room with your right. family. Y'all are not there yet. We Y'all ain't forgiven still. Not forgiven, no. but we ain't over it. Y'all have a lot of issues going on. The kids are weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. He could have simply just said, Claudia, I started using psychedelics, experimenting with psychedelics when I was a teen. He did no favors to his mother. I'm going to say yeah, that. Yeah, that would have got the job done because now, now the heifer, she been looking like a bad wife. Now she looked like a bad <laughs> mother. You know what I'm saying? Because we, oh. let's, just, let's just take it on the surface. Okay. A mother gave her children drugs. That's the narrative that people are going to process because that's the narrative they want to process. We're not, especially the black community, we're not that progressive yet. With the whole, you know, psychedelics and the mushrooms can help with anxiety. And the, listen, my auntie's 65 years old and she still don't talk to Cousin Pat from when they was in high school because she said Cousin Pat smoked reefer and she on drugs. Right. Okay. My mother thinks reefer. <laughs> okay. Uh, Princess said, child, everything I know about this family is out of my will. And uh, uh, I guess Jade is releasing a book called Worthy. Uh, also, Ace E says certain things don't need to be said. Some blessings you can keep quiet. And yes, can y'all just shut up for like two years? Please, <laughs> Please just, just shut up. Just mute. I, actually, it's making Unless really they like do a red table for themselves. That so you know the red table do. coming back. Yeah, they, they can. I only want to hear from Will. Like, even just Will. Like, now Will's looking like the normal one again. He's back to looking like normal. I don't know. I what think I think Willow the most sane one. Really? Willow, really? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, we got to go on to the next thing, Claudia. Right. Mm, well, it looks like Jonathan Majors might be um, celebrating. He's ready to fight back in his assault case. He reportedly filed a domestic violence complaint against the alleged assault victim and claimed that his ex-girlfriend attacked him, not the other way around. Do you think Jonathan Majors could redeem his name? Let's start with you on this one, Al. Well, you know what? I don't know if he can redeem his name whole, but this is what good money and smart attorneys get you guys. We are seeing this is a super play. Uh, and I want to say money and publicists, the way they rolling out, they rolling out the relationship. And after they rolled out the relationship, they are now showing you the strategy that they're going to use, which is he was domestically abused as well. And this is really good because it really puts in people's head the reverse of sentiment of guilty of being the one who was the abuser. Now, let's be clear. This is my prediction here today on TGIF. Jonathan Majors will be found not guilty.
Now, for me personally, however, it still doesn't trump the feelings that I get when I report on this story. I get madder and madder each time I get frustrated because he was on the brink of losing everything because of the association of these type of women's brothers will we ever learn is the question of the night okay q what do you think a lot of y'all are not gonna like what i'm gonna say but i'm gonna say it anyway i find it odd and peculiar how many people are rooting for this woman to be found as a liar and completely negating all the other women who have come forward with abuse charges who are now working with the DA, all right? So we cannot sit up here and pretend like our brother Jonathan Majors don't have a problem, all right? This one situation might've been a one-off, but what about all the other women? What about them that the DA is working with? Where there is smoke, there is fire. And this, I am of the belief, granted I was not there, but I am of the belief he has a problem putting his hands on people. I will say this, it's nothing worse if you're a victim of someone when people say, oh, but he's such a nice guy. I met him, he was super cool. And you met him for all of five minutes and then you know your, your, your experience. The abusers ain't abusers to everyone. So we have to wait until all the facts come out and we really get to the bottom of this. What's Listen, Sean Alexander said, leave white women's alone. <laughs> He's, he addicted, though. <laughs> but that's why he got that confused, goofy look on his face all the time. Like, he's somewhere he ain't supposed to be. He always, always <laughs> goofy. Speaking of goofy, uh, coming up next, Roseanne Barr is demanding her flowers from Lizzo. This is a ridiculous story. And later, find out what the soulmates would do in sticky situations. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmates in the chat. Hit that like button. Don't forget. All right. Roseanne Barr, stankin' ass, is out here claiming that she's the blueprint for fellow big girls. Oh, I'm sure we're all looking at you for inspiration. Roseanne shared her Vanity Fair cover on Instagram and wrote, when is Lizzo going to thank me for paving the way? All right. Do you think uh, Roseanne deserves her flowers for paving the way? Or is she once again being delusional? Al, did she pave the way for Lizzo? <laughs> the question is, does Lizzo even know who Roseanne Barr That's is? That's like three generations ago. Now, we, what we can't do is we can't pretend like Roseanne was not the ish long time ago. You know, her, her show went nine seasons. She's won Emmys, Golden Globes, uh, Kids' Choice Awards, three American Comedy Awards. And she definitely reshaped the landscape of situational sitcom. So that we will give her. But this other stuff I, I i can't sign off on now this we do know though roseanne is on our sister um station or uh streaming platform fox nation with her new show that premiered uh, during super bowl so we know that she's in a press cycle she's got the cover of vanity and i think it was smart for her to lean in on the fat oh, i mean on the uh, on the obese discussion and, and bringing lizzo in because she knew that it was going to get picked up and we were going to cover it here on TGIF. <laughs> I'm trying to make it make sense. <laughs> Go ahead, Q. Let me tell you something. The only thing that big, wide back, grizzly bear inspired. First of all, do you know what Roseanne was famous for? For being fat, poor, white trash, which probably mirrors who she was before she got her damn show. The only person you've inspired, Roseanne Barr, was Mama June from Honey Boo Boo. And you see how that turned out. Roseanne, you were never that girl in the music space. You were never that girl in the fashion space. You were never that girl in the sex, sexy sex kitten big girl space. You was always the big bite lumberjack wearing poor white trash, loud mouth, chain smoking, beer drinking, <laughs> fat cow heifer space. That's the space that you reign on. You're trolling black people and I don't like it. This is intentional. There, you, you, Hell, I, I, I would have said Delta Burt paved the way for Lizzo long before I said Roseanne from Designing Women. How dare you? I can understand if Roseanne 
Rose's career mirrored Lizzo's in any capacity. Roseanne, you're not the first big girl to be on TV and you won't be the last. If anything, Nell Carter paved the way for Lizzo. If anything, Jennifer Holiday paved the way for Lizzo. If anything, Martha Wash and Two Tons of Fun, the Weather Girls paved the way for Lizzo. Y'all know I know my R&B artist, bitch, but not you poor white trash. Go sit your ass back now. I'm going to piggyback off of that because this this was out freaking outrageous. Like, you want credit for Lizzo? Let me tell you something. As much as Lizzo gets heat, and sometimes we have, you know, post a little fun on Lizzo, Lizzo still tries. Lizzo tries to be glamorous. She tries to be feminine. She tries to be beautiful. Actually, doesn't try. She actually is. She's has a gorgeous face. She really does. And charisma, the girl can perform, play the flute. She's talented. You know what I know what Roseanne Barr for? Telling this nasty joke about how she put a maxi pad on backwards one time. That always stood out in the back of my mind how disgusting she was to me. And then when I found out she was like a crazy over-the-top trumper, I really was done with Roseanne. Why? So you see Lizzo getting attention and you want to ride the Lizzo wave mm -hmm. and you want to piggyback on that. You can't piggyback mm -hmm. on top of anyone. So you might want to sit this one out, sis. Mm -hmm. You have nothing to do with inspiring Lizzo. And all the names that Q ran down is a little more realistic mm -hmm. than you. You're the opposite of what Lizzo mm -hmm. would ever aspire to be. All right, y'all. Uh, Alicia Brown said, not Mama June from Honey Boo Boo. Nobody reads like Funky Daddy Eva. Thank you, Q. <laughs> said, if that's the case, Monique needs to get that award. Yes, okay. agreed. And, and, and Tam B. Dan said, Roseanne did not usher in the big girl movement. Lizzo owned that. She got these BBWs out here in thongs and unitards. How dare you think just because you're fat? <laughs> right. Just because you're fat. <laughs> right. right. I am so sick of this era of participation awards. A Delta pilot, and good luck on your show on Fox. All right. A Delta pilot in his early 60s was arrested in Edinburgh Airport for drinking too much before his flight from Scotland to New York. What are your thoughts on this nut? Q, let's go to you first. Well, I shouldn't get no DUI if I ain't behind the wheel. Okay, so I don't know what you addressed <laughs> me, but he should have been fired. Now, I'm pretty sure Al finna get on here and read us the whole HR manual from Delta because I'm sure he don't downloaded it. But listen, in, in all honesty, we can crack jokes. I don't know if arrested is the right thing, but I am glad by all means necessary he was stopped before he endangered people's lives. The question I have, though, and the concern that I have is that this ain't the first time he's done this and flown. And I am willing to bet that there probably is a subculture amongst pilots across all the airlines that probably have a couple of drinks before they get on the airplane. And that really needs to be addressed. And I'm kind of leaning towards, you know how when you get a DUI, I wouldn't know personally because I never had one, but you have to blow in that thing before you start your car up. I'm thinking that they need to put one of those on the airplanes to ensure that pilots can't have a sip of alcohol before they start flying. Uh, well, quick, a friend of mine was at my house and it had a, and his cousin had a DUI and they had to blow into the car. And my friend was a celebrity. His cousin had a DUI. Wasn't supposed to be driving without the blowing thing. People were walking by my front stoop and he got some random girl to blow into the thing to start the car. Like they, I could see them do that on a plane too. I wouldn't they? Yeah, had, had, had the flight attendant do it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting yeah. then in this case, uh, Q, is that he's allowed to drink. He's allowed to have one beer or 12 ounces of something like a beer. Can't have 12 ounces of, of liquor, but he can have 12 ounces of a beer as long as he doesn't blow above a point zero two. Now, for drivers of cars, you're able to blow a point zero eight, which is four beers. But this is where he fell short. He is not allowed alcohol to be consumed within eight hours of his shift. And that's where he was told on. And that's where he fell short in this particular case. BB said, y'all ain't seen flight with Denzel Washington. Denzel was doing all that cocaine, honey. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that. Don't ask me how I know, but that's different. They keep you up and make you alert. <laughs> From what I heard. Tell us more, Q. <laughs> uh, LDM says, yeah, he should have been arrested even walks to the airport. He's on the clock. Yeah. And uh, Jasmine pa Patton said, it's a high-pressure career, just like attorneys. Many high-pressure career professionals are drunks and pill coke addicts. But let me tell you something, and I hope he did this. And don't ask me how I know. If ever you get caught at work drunk or high, the first thing you do is tell the people you got a problem. 
And if you tell them you got a problem, they can't fire you. They got to send you to employee assistance program. You know, I'm protected and you are protected. The minute you get caught and they call you to the office, tell the people you got a problem. I'm getting deeply concerned about the advice we give here on TV. <laughs> Last time it was Al telling people you can rob a 7-Eleven, they're going to stop you. And the very next day, someone robbed a 7-Eleven and shot up the place. Uh, LDM says, speaking of the airport, where's the leg? They want to know what the leg. We got to get We got to find a leg. We got to find a leg. By the end of summer, we got to find a leg. <laughs> okay. Check out this post from Baller Alert. How do you handle disagreements or conflicts in the workplace? <laughs> Soulmates, we want to hear from you. Okay. So, Claudia, while you are uh, pulling up the comments, because we're going to do that segment now, right? Mm-hmm. While you pulling so. up the comments, while you're getting them ready, um, I cut some people out and be done with it. Y'all don't know how many people I have made cry in the workplace. Um, I have made so many Beckys cry in the workplace. I have gotten called the HR so many times for <laughs> being mean to somebody. And then the favorite one, but, but, you know, I used to always win because, you know, I used to get me because I didn't speak to you on the elevator. I don't have to speak to you. I don't have to talk to you at the water cooler if I don't want to. And I used to be so, I used to, when I was in accounting, cause I hated that job. I used to just give them that resting bitch face. Don't even come to my cubicle, send me an email and you better send it right. And then you know what else I was good for? Cause I did this, these, I got a little, some Karen ways in me. If I didn't like you, I would copy your boss on the emails that I would be sending to you showing that you didn't do something or that I needed something and you didn't give it to me in a timely fashion. I know how to get you. Good to know, Q. <laughs> Good to know. Al, how do you handle conflict at the workplace? There are a couple of things. I think everyone must know that nowadays you have to document, 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 document. That's emails, that's text messages. That's also when you are in the space of someone that's causing conflict, you can use your voice recorder, find out the state if you have to ask for permission or not. And that's in person or on the phone. You have to record these people these days. And guys, remember the source, the the purpose of human resource is not the same anymore. I personally don't try trust anybody in rehoming human resources. Human resources is to me just a stopgap measure to figure out if you become a problem, how to get you out there, get you out of the company legally. So I would say document, document, document. Oh, and the last bit of advice I would give is if you go, I would do mediation and not just with your manager, but have someone outside of your department who's a manager to sit in. So it'd be like an unbiased um, person helping to make decisions and come to resolution. I agree with the human resources thing, but so many times they make it so uh, at first they act like they got your back, but they really are just protecting the company that well, they I, I are there yeah. for you. I, I want to tell you something and shout out to my friend. Uh, he's an attorney for teen Anthony. He's a labor attorney. He's flat out said human resources is not for you. They're, right. there, they're there to legally protect, protect. a company. That's he right. says, if ever you have an issue at work, the first person you need to call is your labor attorney and not human resources. Just an FYI. I had an issue with a company with uh, some sexual harassment and some racist comments being made. And I, and everybody, there was two people in human resources. They were both white. They did not protect. They got rid of the black people and kept the white person and rather just pay people off to protect him. And the, and the, oh, the, yeah. person, the offender had a very, very, very thick file from many. They just made everybody else go away. They complained. So they were all in cahoots. The, the human resources and the offender were all in cahoots. So mm-hmm. you definitely got to go get your labor attorney. And like Al said, have everything documented and light their asses up and then threaten to go public. All right. Uh, we have some comments. Uh, back to basis. Basic said, I give a verbal lashing delivered from the depths of my soul. <laughs> That's yeah. team Q, huh? I yeah. like what Maya Witchy said. She said, that person custom- clearly is not working there anymore. Maya Witchy said, <laughs> Right. Oh God! Joshua Shields says, "I've cussed on my boss and some coworkers. I let them have it all of it." Uh, so, uh, and Nina Lynn said two words: human resources. But uh, like, I hope you take heed to what we said. All right, y'all. Coming up next, find out what we would do in a sticky situation. And later in the show, you'll never guess why a Chicago man is facing firearm charges. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to TGIF. Don't forget to hit that like button for your favorite talk show hosts. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about what about how you would handle yourself if you were placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to chime in in the chat as we present various scenarios in a fun segment we like to call hashtag WWYD. That means what would you do? And now remember, I want to know what you would do. That's all I want to know. What would you do in this situation? A woman in Indiana was robbed at gunpoint and then asked out on a date by her attacker. Now, after the woman handed the burglar her money, he demanded that she add him on Facebook so that he could repay her for the money he stole. The woman also said, I thought if maybe I added him on Facebook, he would leave. And he did. And he ended up asking her out. What would you do in this scenario? Would you have um, accepted the date? Uh, Al, what would you do? Man, he had a gun. I would have given him my number, my money, my keys, my phone, my shirt. I would have done anything just so that he would not shoot me. Thank you very much. Cute. What would you do? I would have accepted the date. I would have told him to meet me at the Red Lobster on Biscayne Boulevard in 130th Street <laughs> on Friday at 8. And I would have had my cousins and the whole hood wait on his ass at the parking lot. And they'd have turned his ass every which way seven loose before he could get through the damn door. That's what I would have did. Actually, exactly. You get to say yes, get the information, and then I'm calling the police. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm definitely a snitch. Okay. All right. Tiffany HR said, I'm calling my daddy. Okay. A woman recorded an altercation with a nail salon owner after she was unhappy with the service and refused to take a look. These nails were trash. Take a look. Look at People, that. please look at, look at these nails. There's polish all over my finger. I'm not paying for these nails. No, I'm paying. I am not paying for these nails. Please stop following me. <laughs> the woman claims a nail owner refused to fix her nails. Come on, she could not be serious with that. What would you do if this was your salon, Q? If it was my, if, if, if it was my salon, well, the salon you went to, oh, like the that. salon I went to, um, I would have did just what she did. I would have left. I would have left, and, and and then it, it I would have left, and then if she and if she would have tried to, I'm a petty bitch. If I had time that day, I waste her, waste her time. Then I'd have left. All right, Al. What would you do? Can you believe the service? What would you do? <laughs> um, I think. I think in order for me not to assault her, because that was an assault by pushing that lady down now that she's going to have to face that. I think I would I would have personally called the police because, you know, I understand that there is a law theft of services, which that lady can argue because she left the premises and she pushed her down so she could have two. Um, offenses against her, but I would have leaned on reasonable rejection, which is also a law most states honor, which means if you get a haircut, a hairdo, or nails, and the service doesn't match what they promise, you can reject payment. Um, had a similar situation, but not at a nail shop at a beauty supply store where the lady was kind of trying to block the door. I filmed all of it. I went on social media, blew up the spot. All my followers that had my back, they blew up the Yelp. They were out of business within two months. But my petty side would have been with Dineva. Like I would have probably wanted to fight her and had smoke with her. Cause I, how could you not? She chased you with a broom. I would have been scared. Freebird said, I would have said I left my wallet in the car and then drove away. All right. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, one more thing Claude, I thought about with Yelp reviews. Soulmates, don't forget. We still got to represent for our sister, Darlene. We got to see if Woody's ATL, if them hoes turned their Yelp reviews back on and their Google <laughs> reviews back on. And if they did, y'all know what to do. <laughs> I like that. It's getting a lot of the story. Darlene's getting a lot of attention. Let's yeah. keep that foot on the on the, on the gas. All right. An auto shop owner has been ordered by a judge to pay almost $40,000 to nine workers for unpaid overtime and damages. Now this comes after the owner was reportedly paying a former employee over 91,000 oily pennies. Okay. What would you do if your boss boss tried to play you by paying you in pennies? Al, a wheelbarrow full of pennies. What would you do? I would go put those oily pennies in every single one of the cars that he owned and every single car at the auto shop to muck up their transmission so that he would have a big old mess for playing with me and them oily pennies. I like how sometimes you're down to break the law and sometimes you're not. Like you mix it up. I like it. You, what would you do? All right. So chances are if you work at an auto mechanic place, 
you probably need your money. So I ain't going to mess up my money. I'm not going to put my pennies in the car. I'm just going to humbly go put some Dawn dish detergent in the tub, wash my pennies off, and I'm going to take them to the nearest coin star or call the bank and tell them I'm coming in with a wheelbarrow pennies. I'm going to get my money. But after that, I'm going to go up there and tear up everything in that damn shop because you playing with me. And just as I approach 40, I have very little tolerance for people playing in my face. I would tear that damn shop up. That is so petty. When I was on practice, is. right? One of the girls got, mad, got got divorced and he was mad. He paid the last 10000 or $1,000 in all pennies. And I was like, you took the time to do all of that. I would have gone to Coinbase, uh, Coin, what is it, Coinstar? Coinstar, uh-huh. But yeah, we might have to have some smoke. All right, y'all, keep it locked because coming up next, find out the shocking reason a man is facing firearm charges. And later, two strippers had a bad ending to BT Weekend that was supposed to be popping. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. A 62-year-old Chicago man is facing firearm charges after he accidentally shot himself in the leg while dreaming that an, an intruder was breaking into his home. Now, when police arrived, they found out that he was using the firearm without proper identification. Can you believe this? Al, what you think about this? He shot himself in the leg. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know how frequent this happened. They believe, according to a sleep medicine study, that 12%, 12% of adults have done something similar to, similar to this, either with a gun or with a knife or with an object that they keep around their bed for security. So isn't that crazy? I had no idea that people responded like this in their sleep. So if you're used to having bad dreams and you used to holding stuff near your bed, it is likely that you may have done something, reached for it, touched it, and 12% of adults have actually used it to harm themselves. Reason 5,055 that we don't need just came and sleep right peacefully. Q, what you think about this? And piggybacking off of what you said, starting in July, now Florida, this conceal, no license, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you know what? This is really sad. This feels a little personal for me. When I was younger, preteens, I used to sleepwalk very bad. Um, so much so to the point where my parents were concerned about me walking out into the streets in the middle of the night. They got stories of me peeing in the closet, thinking that I was in the bathroom. So this, something like this could have very well been me. Luckily I outgrew it. I haven't done it since I was like 14 years old. Um, secondly, I think that there should be some leeway in the legal system where you, you know how you get time served where like you can substitute the damage that happened to the person in lieu of the crime. The man shot himself, y'all. Like if that ain't punishment enough, then to come back and get him jammed up on a paperwork charge. Football player Plaxico Burris, he shot himself in the club and they made him go to jail over that because New York has those really strict gun laws. I thought that yeah. was so messed up. It was an accident, but they got him on the gun possession charge. I think he had to go to jail, Q, because his um, his uh, permit was revoked. And I think it was revoked because of his behavior that he exhibited while owning the gun. I still don't care. He shot himself. But listen, Casey said, why the man look like Bill Clinton? And so be it. And then somebody uh, she also says, so be it. Let him go. He shot him. He do look like Bill Clinton, y'all. Lord have mercy. Oh, he does. Priscilla Rollins Henderson says Floridians will no longer be required to have a government issued permit to carry a concealed weapon on July 1st. Funky, we got to leave Florida. But these are the same people that make a big deal about IDs to vote. Voting must have all kinds of ID. Guns, have at it. Have at it. Go to Walmart. Speaking of losing legs, and we all going to get the missing leg out on the show. We're going to make that happen for TJF. It's going to be a big, big, big deal. We're going to roll the red carpet for him and his one leg. I mean, two legs. Okay. A woman lost. It might be, it might be one if American ain't returned to yet. That's what we got to find out. <laughs> you know, or he can have this lady leg that we about to talk about. She got it. No, no good could come from this segment. We already. <laughs> all right. Um, speaking of losing legs, a woman lost part of her leg after getting caught in a moving walkway this morning at the Bangkok airport. 
how does something like this even happen to get you? Like I caught a heel, a Louboutin heel and an escalator, but how does a leg get up on there? Al? Got an answer? How does it, how does it get up under there? And then how does it detach from your entire body? That's really scary. But you know, I did continue to read and follow up on this and she's gone to multiple doctors and they are, they feel very strongly that they're going to be able to reattach her leg. Well, when, I thought that was something that had to happen um, relatively quickly. Listen, y'all, um, I can understand how these things happen. I had to be about 12 years old. I was at 163rd Street Mall here in Miami. I had on some LA gears with the Velcro flap scrap. And I was coming up the escalator and somehow or another, the Velcro strap came loose and it got caught in between two of the, the things. And when I got to the top, my foot was stuck. Luckily I was able to pull hard enough and it came out, but that could have easily been me in that situation. And I am surprised that in this day and time, the slightest amount of obstruction to the movement of the escalator doesn't trigger an auto shutoff. Yeah. Where's like the kill switch. For yeah. Like that, yeah. You know what I mean, my, my situation, they had to shut down the whole escalator and mechanic like manually open it up and shut it down. I, I get a strap, right? It's thin. I get, I get how we can get caught up under the escalator. I get my heel. It's small, but a thick, a leg getting up under there. Like I'm really curious, but this is Bangkok. Maybe they just have a jank. They had a janky kind of system going on over there. Mo get it. said that's some final test. But I'm going to tell you what probably happened. Um, and then uh, also to cash green said, what in the tarnation, a whole leg. When I looked at it, it looked like she had some jeans on that were lengthy and that jean probably got caught in that thing. I'm surprised a space that big could be made for the leg. That's how powerful that is, I guess. All right, mm -hmm. y'all. Dwayne Wade revealed that his daughter Zaya was afraid to talk to him once she came out as transgender. Dwayne recalled that Zaya physically hid from him. He said, in a, a lot of work as parents and as people, what we do is put our fears in everything in our kids. And I guess I was doing that. So I had to go look at myself in the mirror and ask myself, what it is about my masculinity, masculinity that has my child afraid? Do you condemn, commend Dwayne Wade for doing the work to make his child feel more comfortable? Q? Most definitely. And listen, I know, especially in the African-American community, this story is so triggering for so many people because the, the, especially the people who don't agree with the trans gay, whatever the overarching theme of what he's talking about has absolutely nothing to do with gender, sexuality, or being trans. The overarching theme of what he's talking about is my child did not feel safe enough to come talk to me about X, Y, Z period. Hard stop. I relate to that so much because I could not talk to my parents about anything because black people, especially from the South, we love I put the fear of God in mind. I whoop their ass and all of this. And I'm going to tell you, all you did was made me sneaky. That, that's all you did. That's all you do is make your children sneaky. You incentivize them to lie to you when they don't feel comfortable. I want my nieces and nephews to be able to come to me with everything even if they feel comfortable to come to me because they know it's a safe space. The soulmates are tired of the Wades. Chi Chi said, I'm yeah. tired of the Wades. Nikita Hunter said, I'm happy for the Wade family, but I'm also tired of them. Uh, they said, uh, do this. Oh, Arijah MJ says, does this man talk about anything other than Zaya? They're all saying this, like a lot of people saying this, but, um, Al, what do you think about this? I, I do agree with supporting your child. I do agree with that. I just think we're worn out from him, from them. Yeah. But I do agree with supporting your child and making your child feel safe. Two different things. Well, you know, I, I, I've been a Wade supporter on this program over and over and over again about how he's handling his daughter. But I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with the soulmates. I, I'm just tired. Do you have to share everything? Does everything have to be on the back of Zaya right now? Um, some things should just be left private and not always put out into the media because when you start doing it like this it just starts feeling kind of like 
it's a press grab and i don't want him to dilute his 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 platform i don't want him to dilute uh, how far he's brought all of us in understanding this process of of transitioning and supporting our transgender uh, young ladies and young men so that's my only issue with it it, it, and there are a lot of people that say they're using this, right? They say that they're, they're they have definitely been harsh on him and Gabrielle. That they're using this for some kind of publicity. So it definitely gives people a little bit of ammunition when we, you know. But Let, and I don't want to take away from their message. Go ahead, Q. I was just going to say before we go to commercial. Do you think uh, another view? Do you think possibly in their minds they have designated themselves as? the black family representation for this. And that is why they speak all the time. I think that may be part of it. I may be part of it, but when it ever dies down, like they, another story pops back up. I just would like Zaya to have the, the privacy in some regard to like, kind of like move on. Like, like people are, we all, it's no secret that people in the comments are harsh and people do commentary are harsh. And I, as a teenager, don't you want to break at some point or shouldn't you want your child to have a break at some point? Cause as much as we're saying positive things, there's negative being said, right? A lot. All right. Coming up, find out what happened to two strippers after they got home from BT Weekend after they got a bag. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right. Two strippers were robbed at gunpoint for the $10,000 they made during BT Awards weekend. The ladies claim that they were followed home from the strip club while they were working. What do you think about this stuff that's going on lately? And do you think the girl in the green knew what was going on? Because she was really calm. Al, what do you think? Um, I hope not. It did. It did to me kind of feel like an inside job. It didn't feel like it was like a random robbery. But the thing I hate the most about this is I just don't like seeing black men robbing, working, hardworking black women. I, I just don't like that. That didn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Q, go ahead. What you got? You about to say something straight. I already know. God damn it. No, it's just hard for me, right? Because my sentiments do echo Al's, right? Like at the very end of the day, these were two girls that, you know, work ain't honest, but it pays the bills. They made their money, but there's just something so funny about this to me. And I, and it shouldn't be, but it's just look, like, just look, it's just like, girl, can you believe we just worked all day and bent over and <laughs> like, now what we gonna eat tonight like, it's just you know and it's not funny but it is you know I don't know well, it's not it's funny you can we can laugh because no one got hurt let's just say that right but I feel like the girl this is all alleged it's not the views of Fox so her, and people always react differently maybe she freaked out later but it just I don't know something about it does seem a little weird like they knew they'd be right there they followed him I don't know I would not be surprised if it was a setup. But wait, wait, wait. Why would? Oh, okay. So you're saying because they hey, both boy, got hey, robbed. So you're hey, saying boy. if it's an inside, they would split the other girl's money. Is that what you're saying? Hey, hey boyfriend, we gonna be in the apartment at midnight. Just mm-hmm. roll up. I'ma act scared. Be extra rough and grab my arm, and then we'll get the money later. Because here's what's funny: they, they the guys were not rough with them, which I'm actually glad. And listen, y'all. When it's ladies, men, fellas, whatever, when somebody approach you with a knife or a boiled egg, let them have it. Your life ain't worth it. Like let, they, they did do the right thing. Let them have it. Sam Cook says <laughs> that tussy cat for nothing. They did shit. That's the that's the part that'll be pissing me off. I don't got home. I'm drunk. My tussy cat smell like Newports. People been digging all in me for a dollar all night. I want to rest my feet. And y'all took all my damn money. And the kitchen had ran out of lemon pepper wings that night. I'm real <laughs> mad. I, could you imagine Claudia working uh, uh, the whole shift for an award weekend? Like you went and you bought your outfit. You 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 prepped yourself because you knew it was going to be a good weekend. You worked. You came in and did lunch shift and night shift. It's messed up because you don't know what these girls had going on. They may have been late on their rent. They may have had school to pay for or whatever, kid, child care. And you don't know what that money was for and to take it. Now I know we can laugh with the strippers. Get them. 
All right. The White House recently confirmed that President Biden started using a, a, a CPAP machine to help with his sleep apnea. Now, for those who don't know, sleep apnea is a disorder which breathing repeatedly starts and stops. What's your thoughts on this news, Al? Good. I mean, actually, he's been using it for a while, but I I know my dad had uh, had sleep apnea. My brother had it. Twenty six percent of Americans have it. Um, and if you don't use it, it could lead to, you know, some bad outcomes as far as possibly death. So I'm glad that President Biden is being smart. Um, I just wish he would like wash his face after he takes it off and remove the lines that the mask creates on his face, because that's how they first found out or started to report on it. Oh, and that last story real quick. Scissor said uh, as a former dancer, women get robbed all the time at the club. All right. Uh, Q. What do you think about this? And who's letting all this stuff? Well, never mind. I would try to keep this a little secret. Listen, and call me a horrible person. <laughs> Y'all better be glad his ass hooked up to a sleep apnea machine and not a damn life support machine or better yet, <laughs> an embalming fluid machine at this mm-hmm. doggone point. All right. If he, if he need a little bit of oxygen at night, uh, or whatever, I think we doing pretty damn good with old crazy Joe. I'm just like, damn, the White House is mad sloppy. Like the stuff. I, yeah. Like if they saw some lines, I'd be like, uh, lie. Like every other president make up some other reason why he get the line. Say something else, a mask. He's being cautious. I don't know. Like we, it just continues to make him look extra weak. All right, y'all speaking of, do we have time for this? Speaking of I, don't, I, don't, I think we should push that to tomorrow. You think, oh, you, you see that comment too. Jared Ward says it has nothing to do with age. There are plenty of people who have CPAP machines who are young. Okay. And, okay. Well, we'll just get to the other stories tomorrow. That's a good thing about having five days a week. We don't have to leave y'all hanging for four or five days. We'll be right back. All right, y'all. Um, funky. Yeah, and- let's get that last comment, Claudia. Uh, Tara D. Davis says, let's pray the presidency regains value. It hasn't been the same since Obama. The kids still want to grow up to be president. Mm. Girl, we talking about CPAP. Now it's easier, of course. They they want to be president more now than ever before. Well, now that it was, have, there's no standards to it. Now they're like anything is possible, right? <laughs> All right, thank you, co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing a fantastic job. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Water Horse movies. Catch us uh, on YouTube on the YouTube channel and website. We'll see y'all next week. I'm gonna go see Dave Chappelle tonight, and y'all, if you're in New Orleans, look for TGIF. Yeah, we'll be there. Y'all come to the brunch. Check my Instagram. Come to the brunch on Saturday. I'll be there. Bye.